Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Game Things. I'm your host for the week, Ming, and today we'll start off our episode by talking about a rather surprising announcement, and that is Dragon's Dogma 2. So for those of you that have never heard of Dragon's Dogma before, it's basically a really old game that was released around 10 years ago that was, well, really popular and really successful. Somewhat similar to Alan Wake in terms of its popularity and its successfulness. But of course, after 10 years, there was no sequel, no nothing, and people are just really surprised that somehow Dragon's Dogma is getting a sequel. Dragon's Dogma 2. And yeah, people are really hyped for the title, and that's basically it. I can't comment too much about it because I've never played Dragon's Dogma before, but so far from what I've seen, it looks decent, I guess. And the good thing is the game is releasing pretty soon. It's releasing next year, March 22nd. So not too far away, and I would say that if you are interested in the game itself after looking at the trailer, give uh, Dragon's Dogma the original game a shot, and if you are still interested in it after that, hey, that's basically perfect. Dragon's Dogma 2 releases really soon, and you can just play both consecutively with no issue at all. Next, we'll talk about a game called Project M and it's a game from the developers and Seasoft. So Project M is pretty interesting because it's a heavily narrative-based game. So think of something like uh, Detroit Become Human, but instead of using the AI concept, Project M instead features the Quantum Break concept, which is, well, like, reality warping concept. So yeah, it's a pretty weird game. I don't really know how the game is supposed to work, nor do I know what exactly the story is about, because most of the trailers are in Korean and the subtitles are also in Korean, and yeah, your boy don't speak Korean, so yeah. But well, the good thing about this game is it is a heavy narrative-based game, so the visuals are insanely nice, but as expected of any heavily narrative-based games, there are QTEs. So yeah, if you don't like QTEs, you will not like this game at all, and I would say that you might want to stay clear of it, but otherwise, the game looks pretty decent. Then next, we'll talk about Tekken 8. More specifically, it's brand new character release trailer, Steve Fox. So Steve Fox, I've seen the clip, it's uh, pretty average, I guess. The design-wise is you not really anything special. It's just a guy that punches fast and punches hard. So yeah, I don't play Tekken, so I don't really com I can't comment much about his skill sets and stuff like that, but I think the design is, is okay. Nothing too crazy. But if you guys do play Tekken 8 and want to let us know about your opinion, be sure to write it down in the comments below and maybe we can have a discussion about it in the future. Next, we'll talk about Cult of the Lamb and their next free major content update, Sins of the Flesh, which is coming out early next year, which will have brand new features, more stories, and a lot of other new things. Personally, Cult of the Lamb is a good roguelike, but I would say if you're looking for a roguelike game to play, give Binding of Isaac a shot instead, because per I... And myself, am a pretty avid enjoyer of roguelike games, and I didn't actually enjoy Call of the Lamb as much as titles like Hades or Binding of Isaac, just because this is my personal opinion. You can feel free to comment below on your own opinions, but yeah, I think Call of the Lamb's gameplay is, is okay. It's nothing too spectacular for 
but for a roguelike, it's pretty dull and boring. So yeah. But if you want to have like just a fun roguelike with weird characters and a cult-based type of story, then yeah, Call of the Lamb is actually a pretty good title that you should try out. Now we move on to some unfortunate delays, starting off with Destiny 2. Destiny 2 has confirmed that their new DLC, The Final Shape, has been delayed to the 4th of June 2024, which is a pretty pretty long delay. So moving on from the delays, we'll talk about some games that you can get your hands on right now. Starting off with Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince, available on Switch. Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince is effectively something similar to Pokemon where you are a prince that's controlling your subjects to try and overthrow your father to be the king. So yeah, basically Pokemon, but instead of cute creatures, you have, well, slightly more menacing creatures. Because let's be real, Dragon Quest's design is still on the cuter side, I guess not really like scary. But yeah, it's basically somewhat similar to Pokemon, but using the Dragon Quest universe. So if you do like uh, creature collecting games or just turn-based type of games, I would say give Dragon Quest Monsters a chance and try the game out. Then next, we have the Batman Arkham Trilogy available on Switch. Well, the Batman Arkham Trilogy does not need much introduction at all. It is a very good series of games that have been available on PlayStation as well as PC for the longest time and I do not recommend getting it on the Switch at all as it would be a disservice to you guys if I recommend that you get it on the Switch because let's be real, the Batman Arkham Trilogy are really good titles and you should definitely get it on a proper and decent console instead of the Switch. So yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about it and I'm just going to move on. Which leads us to the next segment, free things. So Epic Game Store is giving out Jitsu Squad and Mighty Fight Federation. Then we have PS Plus giving out LEGO 2K Drive, Power Wash Simulator and Sable. So yeah, that's all the games that are available this time around and that basically marks the end of our episode for this week. Once again, I was your host and be sure to comment and subscribe to our channel to be notified on all future videos and we will see you guys next week on another episode of Game Things.